What's good, Knicks fans? This is your host, Apollo Reed. I'm here with Andre Jalil and Rick the Ruler. Welcome to the Guard Up Knicks podcast. Here's Dennis Smith Jr. driving. That's what he does. Drives and drives. Inside for Lopez. Lost by Knox. Here's Smith Jr. up with the left hand. Rising and surprising him with the block shot. Knox throws it up. And Robinson with the left hand. take on everything Knicks on and off the court. Well, mostly about the eye test. Not too much about the numbers. But as we all know, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. This is episode three, part one. Let's go. Man, right. niggas want to bust their knees open playing basketball. I don't know who told <laughs> these dudes, yo, yo, get on the court, nigga. You should have been just shooting around. You need to stick to shooting around. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to do that when you get on. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get on the court. It's like, nah, I'm going to run the full with y'all. <laughs> I know my knees are shitty, but nah, fuck that. What's up? Let's run this full. <laughs> Cat, where you at? You ain't hearing this shit? You you uh, you having a hard time with your headphones? Nah, I'm just waiting for you to finish. <laughs> nah, you got, I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? You run around I'm, here acting like baby Jordan. <laughs> I just shit. I know you, you guys are getting. I, I knew yeah. he was doing that. Let me be quiet. Let him finish. <laughs> can we? Can we start? I right, we gonna start the trades. Which trades did y'all see that you wanted to start? Well, with? it wasn't. I, I just kind of wanted to talk about. We don't have to start with the trades if you if you want. Maybe maybe we should lead into that. We talk about what okay. we saw in the last game. I mean, the, the only ones that. I cared about was the Tobias Harris. I thought trade. that was dope. And um Iman Shumpert. On the Rockets, right? Yeah, he's going to the Rockets. Well, Mark Gasol just went to the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Don't forget about that. Yeah, that too. That too. He went to the Bucks or did he go to, to the Raptors? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He went to the Raptors. Raptors, yeah. Sorry, he went to the Raptors. Yeah. But I, I was okay. surprised that I was surprised that he even left. Oh, I mean, Mark? no, he got traded, but I mean, like, I thought him and um and Connolly was like a a pair. Apparently yeah. not this team. That's well, all I'm I, talking I, about because these teams be bugging. So if I was like, I don't know, if I was like in the front office somewhere, I, I guess sometimes you got to cut loose. You got to know when to leave and all of that. But come on, man. Mark Mark Gasol is like the reason they were winning when they weren't winning. Yeah, bugging out. <sighs> I don't know. That's I don't know. I I'm, I know that uh, 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 Mike Conley is uh, way more valuable at this point in his yeah. career. Yeah, Michael is older. That's the only thing. Yeah, he's older, and his game is also just phased out of the league. Yeah, that's what um, they were saying that his game is kind of outdated now. That that's exactly what it sounded like they were uh, getting at. Outdated. He still puts yeah. up numbers though. Well, well no. Changing. Well. See, we gotta add. See, this should be part of the. Come on, let's let's get started so we can. That's just, what I feel like. Now we're we talking good. too much about the without it. Now we uh, good. Now we flowing. We oh. flowing. Let's we we just yeah. This <laughs> is this is this is it. It's all gonna be okay. Oh, it's yeah. all <laughs> good. <laughs> no, I mean after after we had already started, I was like, yeah, we might because well, we because we started flowing just now. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right, um, let, me, let me pull open the NBA because I got to see Marcus Hall's numbers for him to be outdated. That just sounds crazy. To no, me. see, but that's the thing. It's not. It's not the numbers. 
It's style of play, right? Yeah, it's his style of play. Because if, if but but he still putting up numbers. But no, but, but that's what the. But if, if you think about know, it, if that him if, and him yeah, him and the ahead. coach, that's what that whole thing. Uh, uh, before he came to the Knicks, when he was with uh, the Grizzlies, with that whole thing was him trying to change his game to make a newer game with these centers shooting three pointers. Fisdale was trying to get him to shoot threes. You remember mm-hmm. that? And 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 he didn't yeah. want to. And I think he was trying to, mm-hmm. so to speak, update his game because these centers are shooting. They're shooting threes now. The way I the way I look at it with with, with Marcus All in this new era is the same way I look at Cantor in the new era. If Cantor was playing 25, 30 minutes a game, he would be good, putting up good numbers. The stats show that uh, he puts up good numbers if he plays a so, consistent 25 so to 30 minutes I'm glad you said that because one of the things that I had been saying, what I always liked about him, what you had been saying was his defense. Mm-hmm. What I has always been saying, mm-hmm. like he's getting double-doubles. So right. statistically, I just read the article that said he was putting up really good numbers for somebody with 25 minutes per game. They said he had the mm-hmm. absolute worst plus minus on defense in, in the mm-hmm. league at his position. The worst, mm-hmm. which is why he wasn't getting <laughs> uh, the minutes More right. Time. Because if you're a liability on defense, it really is no point. Would you rather a guy right. that could stop somebody and maybe he won't get a double double, or maybe because they said he was like fifth or something in the league in offensive rebounds, which is the stuff that I was looking at. Like, yeah, Kansas, you know, he gets these numbers, but then he's getting DNPs because he's the absolute worst and plus minus on the defensive side of the basketball. And in this league, that's kind of you're useless. That's important. Yeah. I, but I thought it was also him being in foul trouble because he would pick up fouls quickly. No, like one, once he got the first one, like Ooh, he would get Cantor, like two. Yeah, Cantor. Mm. Once he got the first foul, he would get like two more almost immediately, and then he would have to sit out. So I thought that's why he wasn't getting all the minutes that. Um, I, I don't think they would penalize him for that because they would rather him. They would rather have to have a reason. To, to, to bench him, him yeah, then, then, you know. Yeah, they would rather have and a then, reason. Like, if he did foul so much, yeah, go ahead. Also, if you think about it, Mitchell Robinson was hurt for a while. And when he was hurt, that's right. why, you know, Cantor was getting more. He would have probably been getting less minutes if Mitchell Robinson wasn't mm-hmm. injured in those games. Yeah, and, that, and, and during that time period, Luke Cornette was still in the G League. So they, all those, those minutes were there for I like to eat up. I'm I'm really excited about that I kid's like future. Well. He's got he's got a future that kid because he's yeah. five feet behind the three point. He's knocking down threes. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. fun to watch to see that and to because no big man is like expecting you to pull from back there at that size. And he's at the top of the you don't even realize he's there and he's just jaying. And it and, mm-hmm. and it, it's fun to see that kind of basketball, all of these different things, which is why I'm I'm glad the buyout happened for everybody involved with Cantor. Well, we're gonna we're gonna see. You, you look at it. You look at. I'm just <laughs> no from a standpoint. Wesley, what what? From a st- no, no, uh, no, 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 no. I I completely agree with you. I mean, we're gonna see how it works out for Cantor, the buyout. Yeah. Because the the I know for sure that the buyout is gonna work out for us because now we don't have to worry right. about allocating any minutes for right. him, right. hearing any kind right. of chance yeah. at the garden, yeah. dealing with any kind of negative energy in right. the locker room because he's not playing. The reporters having anything. That's everything. the part. All of those. That's the part that I'm most concerned about. That locker room. <clears throat> right, but as far as Kansas is concerned, 
You look and you see before Wesley Matthews was even bought out, they was already talking about teams that was interested in. Yeah, but his his contract this guy Cantor is fully bought his out. His contract was eighteen million well, for the for the for this year. Who? Uh Cantor. Who? Like nobody wanted to take that that contract. That was a ridiculous contract. No. I'm just uh-huh. saying, after after the buyout, you still can resign. What for the veterans for a new was contract? That for the veterans minimum, or is it like whatever? Yeah, for any yeah, you can resign for a low contract or for whatever. You're a free agent at that point. Yeah, I, I, I wish you know him the I mean? best. You're you're a complete free agent. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. Wesley Matthews, he gets bought out within the same night. He's yeah. basically already. How do you feel about Patriots. that? I thought maybe they were going to try to finish that out with the season. So now we get these younger kids no. get minutes. Uh, I, I I like that, but I think it posed too many issues for them in terms of taking minutes away from Knox right. Trier. You saw it in Trier's right. game. We saw it in Trier's right. game. Trier didn't look the same. He looked annoyed. He had he had low minutes. You know what I mean? But not only could he have taught these guys a whole lot of things, he's been in their position before. A second rounder came in and made made a name of himself. Right. But this is a contract. He was undrafted, him, so I know he wants to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was undrafted. He was undrafted. Yeah. They said he he scored the most. No, you talking about? Uh, you talking about Trier or you talking about? Um, no, I'm talking about Wesley um, Matthews was undrafted. Wesley, oh yeah, yeah he I was undrafted. Know. They said he has the most three pointers, made three pointers in the league for an undrafted uh, player. Wow. And Tony Starks is the second Ooh. most. Tony Starks. Yeah. I'm bugging yeah. out. Tony Stark. John Stark. I'm thinking Tony Iron Starks. Man. <laughs> wow. John Starks. What? <laughs> too much ghost face. I was about to say ghost face. Yeah, ghost face. My bad. John Stark. I'm like Tony Stark. It, just, it sounded right. Then it sounded wrong. John Starks was the next. Right. So with, with, with that being said, like when when he played um, that last game, I felt like he was just he, he couldn't find his rhythm for the life of him. Like. He, Both he of the games in, he played, he looked Utrea? awful. It was, it was awful. Nah, no, I mean, yes, yes. He was missing everything. It wasn't even like yeah. we could keep him here because he's knocking down shots. He just, he just, exactly. he just looked bad. He was zero for five one game. Yeah. No, nah, I think he just, he just wanted, he just wanted to play for a contender. He's going. He, this is a contract year, so I think um, he can resign for the rest of the year somewhere. Wishing the then, best, man. You know, sign, yeah, and not you know at this point in his career, he needs to make sure after that Achilles injury, he's need he needs to make sure he gets his contract. You yeah. know what I mean? Cancer is a completely different thing. You know what I mean? But um, battle. battle I'm glad we cleared that space up. Yeah, I'm glad we cleared that space up. Now we we only have to worry about allocating minutes to these kids, Mitch, yeah, yeah, Cornet and 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 DeAndre. And the thing I love about DeAndre is the fact that he. He'll take not getting too many minutes because he knows it's about the development of the young guys, and he doesn't take it personal. You know what I mean? And he he he's not sitting there complaining about minutes at this point because he knows it's about the bigger picture. You know what I mean? Like I can totally see DeAndre resigning here for a lower. How do you think that's going to pan if out? It means that who uh, with DeAndre because I like DeAndre. I always like DeAndre Jordan, except for his free throws. Mm-hmm. When I, Which he's been shooting. He's better, been right? shooting better, but I always felt like the Clippers cop probably could have got over that hump if he was knocking down free throws because they were doing that hack a shack on him. And mm-hmm. if he had good free throw shooting, they could have came out on top on in some of those games. But he seems like, yeah. like you said, he seems like a cool cat right now. At the post game of the last game, he says, "I like it here." So funny that, of course, that's one of those things you're supposed to say. But I'm um, think, do you think that? He'll stay in New York 
after this season, you think he'll? I think I think that has a lot to do with it. Exactly what you just said. One of the things that he did, like like you said at that press conference when he says, "I li- I like it here. I love it here." Yeah. And to me, that's PR work. Yeah, because it was it was super soon. Why would you say? Yeah, it was super soon. It was way too soon. But (laughs) yeah, that was there. Ooh, at a couple of hours. Yeah, he was. It was his first game. It was. I'm like, but the media does that. They always put you, you know. And it was like he had to answer the question. You know what I mean? He said, "But I I also, I also know Mm -hmm. that he's a good friend of Durant's. So I, I know that they're going to be trying to do whatever they can. Yeah, yeah, to 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 get Durant like yo." We got all your people here and all of this shit. Now, if he doesn't come, DeAndre goes. If he does come, DeAndre's I there. see DeAndre re-signing for a lower amount. He got his money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In his last contract, $22 million. Mm-hmm. So I can see him coming back with Durant and Kyrie. Why not? If that's if that's the duo that you're talking about. Right. Why not come back? You know what I mean? They're going to need some interior defense uh, rebound. Uh, an experienced, you know an experienced guy at that position. Experienced guy doing that. Because right. right. I like Mitch Because they're going to be training up Mitch, yeah, but he's, he's not, not ready, ready yet right. for like big time. KD and them coming. What was you going to say, Rick? I, I was going to say, all right, so I don't think that he's coming to the Knicks. Mm-hmm. KD. And, yeah, I don't think he's coming to the Knicks. Like, my... my the thing is, the media is treating it as if it's a done deal. So, like, that's that's the problem. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he's to the point now where he's annoyed. So it's just like, just out of spite, he may just be like, you know what? Even if I was thinking about it, now I don't even want. Nah, to. because I, they, I don't think that. I don't. Th- I honestly don't think the media has that type of effect. I, I think mm-hmm. that he's tired of talking about it. Like you know, like he got upset with the media. He got up and left. You know, when he talks about he snapped at them because the media, imagine being in his position, how annoying that will be. But they're doing it to Kyrie. They're doing it to all these guys yeah. in their contract years. And they do, I, like I said before, I, I think that that should be against the, rule, the rules uh, for the media. That should be something that's off limits. Let these guys play out there. Yeah, I think it's kind of rude to ask them where they're going after the season is over. Right. I, mm-hmm. I just feel like I don't, right. I don't understand. No, while the season Yeah, while over. the season, if it's the off season yeah. and you catch them on TMZ, yeah, hey, where you going? Yeah, thing. it's different. But, you know, as a post-game conference, it, you know, it's just like, why are you asking me about that? But I don't think – I right. think that when it comes to New York, big media market, uh, Jay-Z, Jay-Z's influence, yeah, that was one he, of the he, things he, with his influence. I forgot about that. Jay-Z, he signed to he's, Rock Nation. He signed to Rock Nation. And if, if it is a DeAndre Jordan friendship thing, I think that might have something to do with it. And I, I just think that the, the New York market, it, it's a, it would be an opportunity for him to redeem himself because he would be the guy if he came to New York. Right. And I think that's right. what it would be about. I would hate for him not to come to New York or any city for that matter because the media got on his nerves and he was like, "Nah, you know what? I'm going to show y'all I'm going to Sacramento. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't see that. Right. But I would hate for that to happen too, especially if there's a possibility for him to come to New York, but I just feel like everybody's acting like they know that it's yeah. going to happen, but it's it's not yet. Like, I mean, all right, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but I'm just saying, like, if someone came to me, asked me a question, and started to respond as if they already knew what I was going to do, that, that would annoy me, and I would, and, and I would change my mind, you know, 
just so I can be like, all right, see, I thought y'all yeah. did something. You know what I mean? But also, but but, well, I, this, but I'm a spiteful uh, person, so that's that's why. I, yeah, I, Kevin, I do that. Kevin but I'm Durant's saying. the nicest guy in the NBA. Remember that was this whole thing. <laughs> I, I do think though that it would have something to do with how things turned out with Golden State, man. You understand? Because I think they made a big deal I, with yes. him and Draymond Green before, and I think that was something between teammates and friends, whatever the case may be, and frustration on the floor, but. If they win, I think he's ready to go. If they lose, he might have to, you know, tangle with that whole idea of I can win it here or I'll never be respected here in Golden State. So I think what happens at Golden State also uh, factors into that. I, and I was thinking about it earlier. I was like, he might just resign with Golden State and that would have been the plan the whole time. Exactly. A few things, a few things on the, the Kevin Durant thing. I think the media, first of all, the, the way he handled the media, I loved it. I I think it was amazing. I think it was perfect mm-hmm. for me. You know what I mean? Because and and for the people who are saying that, oh, how can you handle the New York media if this is how you're blowing up? That's exactly how exactly. you handle the New, that's exactly how you handle the New York media. In my opinion, you, know you got to I mean? check them. They're going to be asking you. They're go- exactly. You can't let them bully you into to saying things you don't want to say all the time. Like I don't want to say it. Don't keep asking me these stupid. I remember, and I love it. You know what I'm saying? Because in my in my opinion, when you have that platform, they're like you said, you got to make it known that no matter what I say, good or bad, you're gonna twist it for your story. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, he 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 has had his faults with the with the with the not the media, but with social media. You know what I'm saying? Like saying yeah. things, responding to fans unnecessarily cool, but that doesn't mean that he wouldn't be able to come here. I just think that he. He really likes basketball so much that he's really detached on how to deal with responding well, these to kids, certain people. And that's certain the things. thing. Like, first of all, the, a lot of these guys, they're kids, and, and these they don't get yeah. training, and they don't get you know, like they don't get training on how to handle the media uh, per se. They might have someone, maybe, mm-hmm. but these guys, like, if they if it's if it's off the cuff, who knows how any of these guys are going to respond? Half these kids are from the hood; they they were like poor communicators to begin with. And I'm not, yeah. and I'm not saying by any stretch that that KD is is a poor communicator, and he he can't articulate. Right. But I just think the frustration anybody would handle it differently, uh, based on you know how 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 much pressure they're used to, how they how much they can take, and so forth and so on. Do you remember? I don't know if you remember this when Chris Webber was with the Kings, and at the post game they were asking him questions about who he was dating. I think what's what's the the, the model with the the forehead? Wow. I, 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 yeah, Tyra, Tyra Banks. Banks. Tyra Banks. And, yeah, they the model with the yeah, forehead. Yeah, yeah. Damn <laughs> word, right? And they said they were asking him, "Are you and Tyra Banks?" But he says, "Yo, like, why are you asking about who I'm dating?" He said, "Keep it basketball. Exactly. Like, why do you even?" And I feel mm-hmm. like the media mm-hmm. they always wanted they eat whether they're gonna get a rise or whatever. That was a bad response. I thought it was a good response because I remember hearing a question and being like, "What does that have to do with it?" I don't care. Yeah, with like with the game. Like I'm watching. <laughs> I don't care about Chris Rubber's personal life. I don't want to hear about the game. You know what I'm saying? And of course, it's relevant where you're going next year. But this is a completely inappropriate. They like, why are you so quiet now? And, and they, they know. Yeah, you got to <laughs> check them. You got to yeah. check them. What do you mean why I'm so quiet? Like, I know that I'm going to come out here and y'all going to ask me all of these questions about trade. Like, and like he said, I have nothing to do with the Knicks. Right. He absolutely right. doesn't. Because what's, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? If he doesn't come to New York, he has to say that. Because if he doesn't come to New York, what's going to happen? Uh, Everybody's going to blame yeah, him. Exactly. They're going to be like, oh, you didn't come here because we gave up our, our, our unicorn for you. 
So you you gotta say I have nothing. <laughs> I have nothing to, to do with what they're doing picks. and the moves they're making. You know, every team is gonna do what they can yeah. to try to land that spot. And that also reminds me of right what uh, LeBron just came out and said about about what these guys what they're doing at in the front office. Oh yeah, damn. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, no, what no. They're no, doing no. at the front yeah. office and everything, and they had they made a big deal. Did you see they had him at the end of the bench? And it was like three empty seats, and they were saying nobody wants to yeah, talk to LeBron. And the rest yeah, of the team. Yeah, and I was like, that's yeah. kind of out of context. They had him at the end of the bench. Like, who knows what that was about? I I think it means something that he sat three seats further away than the closest. But Lakers, isn't he always but at I don't the end of the bench? It's the biggest yeah. deal. No, 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 yeah, but I I also think it's just weird that in that scenario. Where these guys might get traded and their names keep being brought up. That you're act that you're sick. I don't blame him. It could have been them. This is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. But it just looks weird on the Lakers front that you had LeBron and the rest of the team separate in a yeah. game that you know was a completely terrible game. They lost by what, what and was that, 40 points? 42 Lord. points. And the thing that sucks, <laughs> the thing that sucks is that constantly as 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 masterful of a, as of a leader as this guy is, he in these moments, or no matter what team he's on, he has these moments where he shows that he's not the greatest leader. Well, but that, and he does things he, like but that. But what, what, what did he do? Like he, I, I was looking at it, and was he supposed to get up and let me walk these two, three seats over? No, 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 no. It's it's just the body language. Is you're not allowed to show. You know what I mean? If you do it in a huddle, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? But in an arena to do that, I don't think. No matter how you you felt, I think it just looked bad. I don't think it was a big deal. They could have got over it. It could have just been yo. I just want to sit over here. Yeah, it could have been anything. You know what I'm saying? It It could have been that. I'm not blaming him for that. It's just you got to think about how it's going to look. You know what I'm saying? They're going to OD on anything you do. Yeah, but so what? You know what I'm saying? Too because at the end of the day, nobody got traded, and that was that was the thing about all of that. They talk about Lonzo Ball. They talk about... What I did. If it was up to LeBron, that's not, it's not by choice. Well, but And this is what I'm saying. When they talk about that, like, here, he's not in the front office. He's making phone calls. He's calling He's calling our AD's people and saying, all right, what can we give you? It's not up to LeBron. Right, right. It's not, it's not <laughs> yeah. up to him. It's not up to him. Absolutely not. I, do I believe that he has... That he has uh, influence? Influences and influence? Yeah, oh, hell, hell yeah. Hell he's yeah. LeBron James. Yeah, but Magic Johnson... He's the face of the NBA, are calling like LeBron, like yo, we how, should we give up four four first round draft picks? Absolutely. No, they not for draft picks. Absolutely. They might say, "Who do you want to play now?" No, not for right, draft. But picks. that's what not I'm saying. Picks, like, but they draft. talked about. But they 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 he he has been known wherever he goes to have not say, but yeah, I'm, we're gonna run this by you. You are our franchise. How do you feel about AD? Point. Who who you How willing you to lose? Who this? you willing to lose? Yeah, like Lonzo Ball. Like this is a trade that's on the table. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I absolutely believe that he had. It was the same thing. In I believe it too. Like that was the too, big but thing. But in Cleveland, uh, in Cleveland, you would have more pull than you think... would have in LA. I believe that. Not necessarily <laughs> because they had to give him a certain amount of power in order to bring him to LA because there was no guarantee they're going to get anybody. As you can see. Like, well, look at it. There's a possibility. This is in a, in a, in some world, in a strange world. No, I'm stop. And in, in, <laughs> in some world out there, something happens where the dominoes fall in the oddest ways, and KD ends up in New York, and Kyrie comes in New York, and the Knicks somehow have enough pieces 
to trade for Anthony Davis. And LeBron is in L.A. by himself because Kawhi is not going to go there. He might go to the Clippers. Or he might stay with Stay Gasol, exactly where he is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In, in Toronto. In a strange world, that can happen. That's not, that was not part <laughs> of the Lakers' plans. You know what I mean? The fact that that world even exists so, is not, was not part of the Here's what Lakers I'm saying. Plans. I think any team that could try to swing that, and I think we know about teams like the Lakers and their storied history and, and championships and so forth and so on. I think that anybody, any one of those teams that can pull it, that would try, would be the Lakers. LeBron there or not, Absolutely. they would have tried to get AD. Yep. They would have tried to give up all their pieces, yep. all their draft picks. And when I saw that they were asking, New Orleans was asking for four first-round draft picks, I said, all right. This isn't going to happen. Yeah. Unless, unless, yeah, you, you'd have to be yeah. nuts. They'd be yeah. petty. They'd be completely But that's, petty. When I, that's when I knew to myself, unless something else happened, I thought that if the trade wasn't going to happen because it sounded like one of those things where they were just being ridiculous with the, requ- with the re- requests to give up that much future Ew. potential Why not? for somebody who's already been injured and who's great. I think he's going to be a great player. I think he's going to continue to be great. But no player is worth four first-round draft picks and that much potential. Dog. Son, this these niggas these <laughs> they wow. had him, they had they had that trade Anthony Davis for uh basically the starting five and two two first rounders. Like are you kidding? Yo, me, you're bugging yeah. out. You're bugging out. When I saw that they threw, are you kidding when I saw me? that they threw Lonzo Ball in it, I didn't even like that. And I felt like that was a slap in the face. No. I did. I don't know. I don't think Lonzo Ball was a slap in the face. I think Kuzma, Kuzma was, was a slap, slap in the, the face. face. But you had to give up something, and they had. But you had to get. You had to give up Kuzma. You had to give up Kuzma. And they were going to keep Contavious Caldwell Pope. I. I just. You know. I just. I, I, I was just like, yo, this is not looking. What was the deal I saw? I. I gotta look at that. They, they changed that was, it. First, there was, they a, said there was, it was a couple of things. Yeah. And the low ball still had Lonzo Ball in there. And then they came. The low ball had Lonzo yeah, they had, yeah, had Lonzo Ball in there. Then his father came back in. <laughs> and now it's the first time I See, heard from him. Yo, you know it's funny. You know it's funny what? that all of a sudden he starts that, talking. Now he starts talking after the trade no, no, deadline. No, before the trade deadline, he's he was talking about how he's coaching them and he's he sucks as a coach. And I'm like, wow. So now who LeBron? No, 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 no. Uh, what's the coach over there in LA? Um. Uh, Oh, yeah, Luke, Luke Walton. Walton. Luke Walton. And he, he started talking about how Luke Walton doesn't know how to coach my son and blah, 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 all these different things. Don't quote me, but I know he got active and said something about the coach. And I'm like, oh, this is getting, this is getting like nasty. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I didn't get to read it. It's just funny that he was very quiet. And then all of a all sudden, of a sudden when, it was a, when it was a done yeah. deal that his son wasn't going anywhere, it was like, I. I think I think he's well, they probably told him to chill. I think he's gonna quiet back down. Yeah, you know because you, no, you know. for sure, for sure. I think he had to I, say something at this point because he was and, quiet and, for too and, long. Go ahead, so, go ahead. Do you think? Wh- wh- all right. So with the talk of AD, where where do you actually think he'll end up? It's it's completely up in the air for a few reasons. I want predictions though. I see. I I can't predict. It right now because it's, it's it has much. so many it's so many parameters and so many dominoes it's, has yeah, to the, fall for him the to thing be about this anywhere. kind of a the, the at this point now that he's going to finish out the season over there what if what if they yeah. win? what if he start you know he 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 stayed no. they're not winning but I mean what if they win 
more than what they <laughs> expect. Let's say they get to the second. Let's say they get deep into the playoffs. And Hill says, you know what? I want to stay in New Orleans. I feel like that can still happen. What if, let's say, L.A. wins it all? What is, what is nah, that? Nah, I can't. Nah, after, after his speech, can't. no way. He already, he already requested yeah. it. Yeah, he made his whole I'm speech just, that I'm everybody just saying, what if he said, about, I was tripping, nah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to, you know what nah. I mean? But mm-hmm. but if if nah. LA wins it, let's say, which I don't think is gonna happen, but let's say the Lakers nah, win. That's not happening. I mean, because if Golden State wins or Houston wins, let's say, which I still don't think is gonna happen. Cause I James Harden's scoring like what is he, like forty points a night now? Like yeah. it's like he out there by himself. His, who's his streak who's is crazy? They, they, he, he uh all of these people that scored thirty point games, the most consecutive games, he's got them all beat, all the greats. By far. I think he oh, he he lacked yeah. every. I just think it's funny. I just think it's funny through that Kobe had to come out with a tad bit. What he do? What he say? <laughs> I didn't hear about. He this. said. Uh, he said um, that style won't win. Look at this! Like he and talking. I was just like, all right. Well, all he right. got championships, right, so if anybody can, well, talk, he got five yeah, rings. If anybody can, can talk, whatever the Here's hell he my wants. Thing. He got but, chips. I mean, he had, well, he did get a couple without Shaq. Yeah, you can't. That's why it's 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 not even an argument you can make. With Kobe. No, but not, but Kobe not. was he was he would never stop shooting. No, no, we are for sure for sure. But the thing about Kobe was what he's saying his style when he's talking about the style. He's talking about the all right, dribble it up, and he even said it. He said his style of play allows the defense to always be in front of him, and. In the playoffs, right now, it'll work. Seven game series, playoffs, that's not going to happen. Not work. Because they're going to break it down. No, Even if it works for the first work. game, they're going to yeah. make adjustments. Right. It's, it'll mm-hmm. work for a game or two because, you know what I mean, he's going to blow up. He's going to get hot. He's James Harden. He's an MVP. You know what I mean? So he's going to blow up one or two of those games. But he has choked if before. You can t- what was it, two years ago? He, he has. He, he's choked multiple times in the playoffs, if you ask me. Harden? If you ask me, not everybody. Yeah, hard look, I don't yes. even want to talk about that. In the one playoffs, time. in the playoffs, he just doesn't. Sh- the, it's, he did it against the Spurs. That's the one you're talking about, Rick. Wait, that yeah, one, he just didn't even. It come was against to the, the Spurs. It's like he didn't even show yeah, up. He didn't even the last yeah. game. Yeah, it was like why? It was that like, last you know game he I mean? gave up. It was like um, he gave up all hope. He didn't. He didn't score. It was. It was. It was, yeah. it was like terrible. But it was. It was like also the leadership. Like you just saw, like he wasn't, he was walking on certain plays. He wasn't, he didn't have the body language dudes, him, you know, hitting free throws. He probably wasn't even going out to dap him. Like it was things mm. like that. You know what I mean? Like, and you see, he just checked out. It's hard for me to, like, the way last season ended. Yeah, Chris Paul got injured, but that last game, James Harden, he quit. He quit. He quit. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't care what anybody says. He needs help. Yeah, he he he. But he quit because I, I would I, I would rather that. he put it all out there. That game it looked like he just gave up and he just knew he wasn't gonna win it. Right, but that's but this is what I'm saying. I, one thing I hate people saying is that when someone quits, they give them the excuse that they need help. I don't want to hear that, especially when you're in the position to win a championship. Wait, wait, I say don't say, say that again. Cap, you said you hate when people say that person needs help. Because yeah. you, when yeah. I was talking about Carmelo, you was like, he need help. That was like your number one line when he was talking about Carmelo. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, if you're at it, like, but LeBron they made was, it to the playoffs already. 
So, like, yeah, if he needed exactly. help, they wouldn't have made yeah. it to the playoffs like that. Right. Melo, right. come on. He needed help. Melo, he <laughs> needed help. But but what I'm saying is I can't blame – like, it, if someone is not all of a sudden playing up to what they should be playing at, that level that they should be playing at, and they know that they shouldn't be playing there, and they put out a performance that shows, like, all right, well, they gave up people often give them the excuse of, well, they didn't have the help. But it's like, you knew you didn't have the help going into the game. So why is it at the end of the game you're right, giving right, up on right. the team? It, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to hear he didn't have help. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the same thing like with LeBron. To bail out. LeBron knew, LeBron knew they were not beating the Warriors last year, especially with the team right. they had. He knew he was not going to win. So giving up, to me, it's like what you should have been gave up. If that was the case, you knew you wasn't going to win. You know what I mean? But I don't like giving these guys the excuse of, oh, they didn't have help. Nah, you can't check out at that moment. You know what I'm saying? I could see you being upset at the team you got. But let's be honest, especially at least LeBron checked out in a game where he had no way he was going to win. In the Rockets versus the Warriors series, you know, Chris Paul went out. But they had that one game left. They had a whole chance to still win the series. It was tied 3-3. You know what I'm saying? And he didn't look like he, at the end of the game, that he really wanted to fight through that and, and bring his team to that. Do you know what that would have did for you? Not having the help that everyone said that you had, but you still stepped exactly. up and brought your team right. to that level. That's why, you, that's why you're there. So I don't want to hear, oh, he didn't have the help. Nah. Did, you can't. I don't even know how we got on Harden. Where, how, nah, where, no, where we, are we right now? What's we we right? gotta talk about this KP <laughs> flowing. Yeah, we gotta get <laughs> we back. We gotta get back to. I want to talk yeah, about that KP presser though. What, what did you think about that? <sighs> he sounded happy. He sounded controlled, okay. in my opinion. I felt not not only controlled, but in an environment where he can say what he wants and he doesn't have to be on his neck. And you saw that by how many times Rick Carlisle and Mark Cuban jumped up and answered questions mm. for him. Mm. And every time they was they were like, "Are you gonna are you gonna stay here full time? I mean, long term?" And they, he's, he's gonna, gonna stay. Because <laughs> he's happy. Like even oh, even really? I think so. And then KP says, yeah, we're on the same page. Like, really? What What the hell is going on over there? You know what I'm saying? He better like, stay. Just, they gave up so much for him. He better stay. Can you imagine if he didn't stay? No, I, I think if KP was smart, he would stay, especially in, a, in, a, in an organization that knows how to build your style of player, especially with knowing that seven foot three players don't last long in the NBA. Just by history. There's only a few that played 11, 12 seasons, maybe. But most of them last six seasons. Mm. Mm. And that's without right. an injury. Right. A major injury. But that's what I... I don't think he's thinking about that. Uh, I, I think he's just thinking about what's good for him right now. Um, like, like we keep saying that th- these guys are young. I don't think they're, they're thinking that far ahead. I think they're thinking about their current position and... and what they can make of it. So I think right now he's happy. Uh, I think he'll say, yeah, he'll stay because I, I feel like he was ready to be like, yeah, I'm the poster child for the New York Knicks. Like I, I'm cool with this, but now he's not even on the Knicks. You know what I mean? So I think right now he's happy. Right. 
So he'll say that. And I think he'll mean it right now. But who knows what's going to happen? In the yeah, season. he's not even going to play the right. season they're saying now. And no, which is which is that is weird. very weird. how is that weird? And which weird. We, and this and let's how is this. it weird? Let's do this. This is why it's weird because number one, we all knew going into this season that whatever free agent that was going to come and play in New York had to see what KP had. They had to see what he had. Okay. KP came out, and it was up in the air. We're not sure. We, we're going to see how the tests go. And the, this he was giving this, giving this his back and forth since September. Yeah. I don't think it's ironic that all of a sudden he gets traded right before the trade deadline, simply because I feel like they knew something about. His recovery period, of course, didn't line up with their with theirs. Of course. Now, this is this is why I think it's weird. I think initially he was supposed to be reevaluated in February, but I think once they found out that he had to be reevaluated in February, reevaluated does not mean that you're good to go in February. This is reevaluation. You're gonna check him out again. I think at that moment. They said, all right, we need to start thinking about what we're going to do. I think, that, like, but didn't they say because that he said that he didn't want to be there? Isn't that motivation? He, I think, I think, I think, knowing what I know now, hearing what I've heard, I think it was more mutual than anything. Right. In my opinion. I think he was uneasy because he heard about trades that they were trying to do for him. You know, like they should. You know what I mean? My, our franchise player has a torn ACL. Let's make sure, let's do our due diligence that we can't get something It's out too much like, of a gamble. Well, they didn't you know want I mean? to pay him top dollar because if he comes back, right. you know, what is this, a contract? Yeah, he's getting a new contract. He wants to resign and you. he wants max money, but you haven't seen him play in a year? Exactly. You can't give max money to a, a player you haven't seen play in a year, number one. Number two, the, 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 there was another option of him signing the qualifying offer for one year and then leaving as an unrestricted free agent mm-hmm. next year. That would have hurt us because the moment he signs that qualifying offer, no one's going to give up the assets that they would give right. when he's so a restricted free agent. Right, so it was a smart move, but him not playing yes. this season. Right. I, I feel like he could still he's still playing for a losing team. He could go out there and get some I don't know. He could run up and down. You know what I mean? He could get a few nah. games, but that's not worth it, right? Why? What, just, what would he gain from that? No, there's no point. Uh, yeah. There's no. I think he. There was no reason. Like I think it. This is and this is why it's scary. He injured himself February six, two thousand and eighteen. The fact that he's not playing until next season means that he will literally be out for entire season. How many months? Is year that? and a half. Not even mm-hmm. an entire season. A year and a half. That is the the normal timetable is from nine to what nine to twelve yeah. months. No, he's a seven foot three guy, but to add a whole year to that, basically, mm-hmm. I don't think that was initially part of the next No, plans. but I, I know for a fact that they were trying to shop him from even before recent, but they were keeping it on the low because they didn't want the fans to know. For sure, because he's our franchise player. and they, Exactly, they and I think they how, knew that he wasn't going to be able to play anytime soon. That's why they, they shipped him off as, as nicely as they did. And then um, all of a sudden, yeah. you know, they see that, okay, he's not in the best shape, so he's not going to be able to to um, play 
this season, that that's not a surprise to me because I didn't like I wasn't expecting to see him play this season. And I know that sounds weird because mm. I didn't know anything about his health, but I was just like, just I, I just had a feeling like the the way everything was moving. They're not going to put him out there because they they're trying to get a feel for these rookies out of it. Yeah, like, uh, they're not trying to win exactly. Two more games at the so same why time. put an yeah. injured or a recovered um, injured player on the court for what? Like, what would be the point of that? To, so that to bring to attract the right, that, that, that's and once they realized they couldn't do that, that's yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. As far as him not, playing. but he'll be playing with rookies. It wouldn't look good. It would be him carrying the team on his back. No, again. no, no, no. They would, no. I don't think they would give him they like thirty minutes a night. I don't, they wouldn't I don't care they about would. that. They just wanted. They wanted to be able to see that Porzingis Is, could gotcha. play healthy okay. and what he could give you as a healthy gotcha. player. He didn't care about what the team looked like and how he meshed with the team because half of that team would disappear. Be there anyway. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, they just wanted to see a healthy Porzingis, and that's clearly something that he couldn't get. Right. And I think once they realized it was a very clear possibility for him to miss the entire season, which is why they don't like James Dolan talking because he let that shit slip. <laughs> in the beginning what did he say? <laughs> when he said he might not play the entire season, he's the only oh, person man. that said that. And when he said that is when everybody's like, oh, well, he might not play this season. The The general consensus is that he was going to return in February. Now, that is the only reason why they said reevaluate in February. Oh, so that opinion. they could at least it's have because you. Because that's they what everybody hang you, they thought. They carrot in front of you. Yeah. You'd be like, all right, it's February. Reevaluation. Right. Nah, right. Yeah, exactly. Right. But because of dumb Dolan, which is why they don't let him talk or do anything anymore, he let now, that information out. really quick, do you think that do you really think that uh, KP was was going to achieve the greatness that it seemed everyone uh, is under the impression that he would? I think he did a great job. Right, no. I think he did a great job after Carmelo uh, left, and he he held he you know he passed him the torch. I think he did his thing, but it wasn't like it, it, you know it just didn't like like say like Anthony Davis. He wasn't Anthony Davis ish you know i don't know if he was so much of a game changer he was to a degree but i i wasn't sure i i felt like we would always get somebody that would be like the number one guy and kp would be like the number two guy i think or like a it would have been a good pairing if we'd have got somebody else but i don't think that i never i never saw kp as the savior i just didn't see that in him that no, I, nor did I. I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, I, I, I didn't um, think he was that dominant player. I didn't think he was that strong. Then I thought I was, I was, I was high on his shooting. And then, but then as a shooter, you always mm-hmm. have bad nights. Yeah, you know. Right. And then he didn't want to bang in the paint. And I, you know, I was like a little bit, you know, and I was excited about him playing in February. I wanted to see that. That's what I wanted to see. I honestly wanted to see him play. And then all of this news comes out, and he's, he's, they're shipping him off, they're, they're shopping him. Him not playing is like a huge disappointment. Because mm. I will, and I think once we found out he wasn't going to play the entire season, it really took a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. I do like moving on. Because I, I, I almost feel like, you know, fantasy basketball has showed me like a lot of times you want to hold on to a guy, but if he's injured, like, you're not getting points. You got numbers. You're not getting exactly. Like, All right, I got to move forward. Mm-hmm. You got to right. drop. You got to drop. Yeah. And keep it moving. Mm-hmm. And and this guy's really great. And you know you got somebody on your injured list like the whole time. And 
then I <laughs> <laughs> well, the way I feel about KP is that he was always he always had the talent, but there was just always little little things and little signs that pointed me into the direction of feeling like, all right, this guy is not gonna get over the hump of being like that star right. superstar. I think I think uh it's very clear when you pair him right next to Luka Doncic, who is only a rookie, and you can ask who will be better, who will have the better career. Easily right. is Luka right. Doncic. Right now he can and it. that puts in perspective well, if Porzingis is not on the level of Luka Doncic, do we really want to put our team behind him? And let that be our best player, knowing how much he doesn't even pass the ball well or rebound as a big man. He's a great scorer, and I think that was that's what made him who he was. He can score anywhere on the floor, but you know what I mean. I don't. I don't think that he had that dog in him to be that superstar. You know what I'm saying? Like that transcendent player. He has transcendent talent. And even after the injury, like little things like, you know, the the, the anemia, I don't want to, you know, put shame to anyone who has that. But when you're an NBA player, it affects your body. You know what I mean? You're you're banging up against fully healthy grown men all the time who don't have problems with blood levels and things of that nature. So it does lower you on that list a little bit because you can't compete. Every single night, eighty-two games. Clearly, not eighty-two. He's games. never done. He's never played. And that games. was one. Of, and right. that was another. He's, he's that was played another seventy-two thing when games. He came over from Europe, and he was talking about his big right. adjustments about all those games and how rough that is. And those, are, these were yeah. all those little yeah. things that we were all hearing. And it's just like, uh, all right, mm-hmm. you know, well, ho- hopefully yeah, they were open. Yeah, about they, that. yeah, we're like very we're open about he, it. A little yeah, too we're like open hoping about that it. he, you know, gets it together. Like it's yo, it's a, it's eighty-two game season, guy. Like. All right, I understand you weren't used to that. You know what I mean? And then the injury, and it's just like that injuries happen. Injuries happen to people. You can't be mad at them for getting yeah, injured. Yeah. But uh, he, right. he was hurt before mm-hmm. with the elbow. And, you know, these, uh, yeah, yeah was, it's no. just, there's just. Which he, which he also still needs surgery on if he hasn't got it. Really? Yeah, because yeah, he had the knot there on his elbow and who knows. But can mm-hmm. I, um, I don't mean to switch, but can I, can I talk about that last game against Detroit? Next, yes, please. Yes, I, can I that. tell you what? I'm, why I'm excited? Uh, uh, this this please. boy Dennis Smith Jr. Man, I, I got to tell you what I see in him. First of all, I'm gl- I'm glad you started with yeah, him. Yeah, right, first of all, because that's 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 the main thing. <laughs> what I love about this kid, he's clever. He does, you know, what Chauncey mm-hmm. Billups used to do after he come around the screen and just jump and take that three and like lean in. Those little clever plays where he could draw yep. a foul and smart point guard moves that he would do. And, and that's one of the things, one of the other things that I absolutely love. You know, I like when dudes got that dog. He was in Blake Griffin's face. He's in Andre Drummond's yes. face. That's what I was I saying. Was like, he, yeah. he, he's chippy. Yo, I was like, yeah, he's going to fit very nicely that. in New York. He's going to blow I love up that, in New York. He got he's that attitude. They're going to love him. He got him. that attitude. Yep. He, I think I think just being in New York will make him a better player than he ever would have been in maybe. Dallas. Just being in yeah, New York, maybe because it's mentally it takes you to another level. I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? It you put in that yo. It's like it's like it's like it's been said. New York is the heaviest jersey to put on. It's the but he's gonna thrive. To put on he's gonna thrive. You see him getting people's that. faces, and I'm like, look at son. Yeah, 
See, very, but, very but aggressive. You I think love about it. it. You got to think about it, yo. Think about that and, and what we love about that. Mm. Right. And you think about the type of players that people are rumored to come here. And those are all the styles of players. That's the, the chippiness right. that they all have. That's why I don't mind it. That's why I don't mind it at all. This guy fits along with I whatever want, you want to do in the future. Floor general. See that right there, what he got? Like Frank Nellakina, say what you want. He's a little soft. Like he don't. He don't have right. that. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so, Char- Char- right, so yeah. now when you have this guy leading the floor, because if he gets into it, if, 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 if he's leading the floor and he's coming in and the game gets hot and he's all excited and that's the guy that's like leading. You know what I mean? He's your floor general. And if that that passes mm-hmm. on and other guys get into it with him, because I feel like another kid, Mitchell Robinson, we we all love him. He's another one that's chippy. He's a little, he's a little, little white. He's he's like a little light. Oh, he's man. chippy too. But you see these, oh, he's throwing these alley hoops. Yo, Yo, yes. Yeah, the, First the, of all, the physicality that some of those things took. So. It, I was just like, yeah. Let me tell you something. That, that boy right there. The reason dead. why I'm excited is because. You look at him and his body, he still don't even have it all together yet. He's still swinging his exactly. arms like a little like mm-hmm. like a little boy, kind of like yeah. not full control. Yeah. Once he gets Yeah, he get mad. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. like, he grab his shoulders like, like a kid. Them, like, and you know and, and like, Kevin Knox yeah, does that yeah. a little bit too. But once these dudes, they grow into their body and that maturity catches up, these dudes could really be good yeah. players. I, I love the whole Mitchell Robinson I'm high on. Dennis Smith, that's my man. Like He's one dude. I'm not like a guy that gets a jersey. If I got anybody's jersey though, I'm <laughs> listen. I, I'm away. I'm away until I see what they do with Dennis Smith because there's still a possibility that they use him as a trade piece. That would be ridiculous. I don't think it would be, depending on what trade. Who are you getting for him, Kyrie right now? No, you wouldn't have to use Kyrie. That's what I'm saying. I think. And this goes back to what I said earlier. If we get Kyrie and KD, we have way too many trade pieces that we could use to bolster this team without spending any money. You know what I'm saying? Whoever we get in the top three pick, if we get a top three pick and we ain't landing one, two, or three, it doesn't matter. He's valuable enough to be traded. You know what I mean? So you add him to, we're going to, what I'm saying is what we just went through. We'll prepare here's, us for whatever what we I might think have about to go that. through. In terms of losing a franchise player, we might have to just realize that we might have to lose some guys. So, so, but that's go. what I'm saying. Who we? Because I feel like Dennis Smith Jr. is that answer that the Knicks have been have been talking about with the young players and developing. Not if you get yeah, but Kyrie. Kyrie is older. He's injured already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. He's older. He's injured already. I feel like. Yeah, I think Kyrie. I think it would work. I think it, don't get I me think wrong. it would work if we get Kyrie. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, if we get Kyrie, I think that's the only guard he would like to play behind. I don't think he would. I don't think he would mind so now, playing behind so now, Kyrie. That's what I'm if, saying. If he's fine with that, I'm fine with that. Like you know what I mean? It's just one of those things where if and if the Knicks more than anything, if the Knicks are fine with that, because like I said before, if they wanted to trade for AD in the offseason. A sweetener for that deal would be someone like Knox, Dennis Smith I don't, Smith, want, I don't want to depart from maybe Zion, I would whoever the hell. Depart from Knox, and I would. You know from, what I'm saying? Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Dennis Smith Jr. is a missed opportunity. At this point, at the, if we if we get if we get Durant, absolutely. 
Damn, I don't want Knox to go though. Like I feel like he's he's mm-hmm. being groomed right now for New See, York. See, but this is this his last the same name exactly sounds like both the Knicks. Those guys. Yeah, Knox. <laughs> sometimes I put Knicks in my phone and it changes it to yeah, Knox, which is very I odd. I hate that. But <laughs> but it's the same thing for both of them. You got Kyrie, and then you got Dennis Smith Jr. You got Durant, then you got Kevin Knox. Mm. When you bring one or two of those top guys in. Those bottom two, one of the one of those two gets. They might not be able to just sit there and develop with the team. You know what I mean? You see what the Warriors had to do with Harrison Barnes because they couldn't win one with him. You know what I'm saying? They had to let him go. He was a young guy that they were wait. Building they didn't with win. They didn't win a championship they, with Barnes. They I think they won one, one with yeah. him. They won one with him, and then after that, they, they let him did, go. It, it, the fit, the fit. He was quiet just the playoffs when they after they won. Yeah, very quiet. Yeah, and and the fidgets wasn't there, and then they just they abandoned them. Um, Dallas I did him dirty, by the way. I don't. They traded wow. him while they he was, sent he was him in the game. Where... He was he was playing in the third quarter. He found out he got traded. Oh yeah, but I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. He went to a good team. I, and let's and let's be honest. Took my future wise. We're going to see a lot of those two teams, the teams that he got traded from into, we're going to see a lot of those two teams battling in the East in the future because they have a great young future. The Kings have a great young future. And the uh, obviously Dallas has a great young future as well if they can stay healthy. But you look at the Kings, they got De'Aaron Fox at the point guard. I love De'Aaron Fox. I really wish we'd have somehow found a way to get him, but we, I knew that wasn't going to happen. Um, you got Buddy Hield. Now you got Harrison Barnes. You got uh what's this guy that played at Duke last year? Um Marvin Bagley the third. Mm. And then you got Willie Collie Stein. Like that is an amazing young core to go. That's nice. With. They're not winning anything, you know but they mean? got a nice little team. You don't know that. We don't know that. We don't know because we don't we don't know what the league is gonna look like. Oh, I, I mean, five, I don't know if that team's gonna last for ten. Yeah, I was five gonna years. say five, <laughs> that team's gonna five, last for five, five years because they just sent they just years. sent uh, what's his name to Houston. And uh, what's the name used to play for us over here at the Knicks? What's my name? Name? Um, Iman, Iman Shumper. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, Shumper. Oh, Shumper. Yeah, they sent yeah, him to right. Houston. Well, I mean. You keep young guys together if it works. See, but that's, that's what I'm what saying. The, Warriors, like, that's right. the Kings, saying? nobody, none of these teams in the West have a chance over. Like I don't care who you trade. It's, it's tough for Nobody's them. Nobody's beating Golden State. Not, but this is but this is what I'm saying. These guys are not building their teams to win in this era with LeBron, they, they, KD, they, and Steph. They're waiting finish. for these yeah, guys for to fade to out. So, so that right they now can they get just take That's the exactly lineups. what they're like, doing. Let's see how much fun we can have. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's exactly what the Warriors did. They waited for the Spurs and the the Lakers rise with Kobe. They they waited for that era to end, and they were building the whole time quietly. They had Clay, they had Steph. You know what I mean? Got Draymond, which is building while the Spurs and the 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 Lakers with Kobe were me, still battling. And as soon as they fell off, boom! Let me ask, Warriors is right. There. Let me ask you that's this how you real do. quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna take this back to the Knicks real quick because I was just high on Dennis Smith. I know we sidetracked real quick. Look, what do you think about Dennis Smith's defense? I felt like he turned it up uh, that last game in Detroit. I felt like nothing happened if he didn't want it to happen. I think he has the ability to play great defense. I think it's going to be a while before he becomes a great defender. I think he has lapses. He has times where he lets guys go by him mm-hmm. sometimes. But that happens when you spend a lot of energy on offense. 
You know what I'm saying? There's going to be plays. You know what I mean? Look at James Harden. You know what I mean? There's going to be plays where you just take off. You know what I mean? But more than Harden, this kid has the physical attributes to be a great coach. Because I, yeah, I saw him playing you know D the other night, and I was like, look. Yeah, he played yeah, hungry. Yeah, he played like it, it seemed mm-hmm. like it got chipped because you know how Jackson is over there. Just getting getting him to play that that's every day. You know, every and day, I, right? that's one of the things that always that scares me about dudes who do have that attitude. Where it's like if it's a game where it's like mm-hmm. not against somebody where they have like a little thing with that they don't, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they, they play easy, and then when somebody mm-hmm. gets them mad, that's when they start turning up. Well, I, I didn't really watch him when he was on um, Dallas, but I guess we have to see. Because to me, whenever I, I would watch him play, he always looked hungry. Mm-hmm. Like he always mm-hmm. he was pushing. He, he looked like a he's got that dog like a. Yeah. Um, a Westbrook almost, or like he plays with this intensity and has the, the same, not that he plays like Westbrook, but like the intensity that Westbrook plays, like he's serious. Like he's at work right now. You know what I mean? Like he's going for it. And that's what I see in him. So, I mean, I don't see it as something that's going to be like a, a game by game situation. I think that's just how he plays, but we'll see. We'll no, see. I'm, I was talking about his defense when it came to game by yeah. game. I think offensively he'll be able to bring you the same thing every I, game. I mean, I mean for both. But I think, well, as far as the Westbrook comparison, ever since he's been drafted, that's been the one guy I've compared him to. Ever since he's been drafted. Okay. I think he has a lot of, like you said, that attitude. You know what I mean? That dog. Um, and even to some extent, the style of play. You know what I'm saying? So I think um, if he can stay healthy, that attitude mixed with his talent and game, he will be a top 10 guard in the league at some point. You know what I mean? But it just depends on how far you take that. You know what I mean? I think he can do it. I think he can. Right now, his defensive numbers aren't the greatest. He looks good on defense, but he doesn't always play great team defense. Mm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So though that that kind of factors into it, but that also comes with experience. He's only in his second year, and he's actually playing with a coach who will actually take his time and teach him. I don't think Rick Carlisle cares about guards that he has to teach. I think he wants guys who have like a season kind of game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he does. He does have. A, yeah, he yeah. Look at it. He's always had. He's always had the Jason kids, the Steve, the Steve Nash. Yeah, the they Devin got Harris's. like a special He's had the thing. same three guards for the past 10, 10 years. Devin Harris has been on his, that that team for his I whole think, career. Basically, I think that the Knicks really made a good move, which is why I don't want to see him at this point. Maybe there's a few games. I feel like we missed him in the draft when mm-hmm. we really shouldn't have. I feel like we should have had him a year ago. You know what I mean? So for him to be here mm. now, his intensity, I think, is what is what this team needs. I, I feel like yeah. his, his his I see, and not that he has the highest IQ just yet, but I think he's got what it takes. And mm-hmm. I think the experience and if Fisdale uh, uh, does, he works his magic on this kid, I think we really have something special with him. You know what I'm saying? I just, yeah. I, just, I, I think the kid, I don't, I, you know, I kind of, I would be disappointed if he wasn't here and Kyrie was. Even I think Kyrie is great. You know what I mean? I just, you know, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? If, if if it was Kyrie and then Frank Nilakina came off the bench or Moody came off the bench behind him, I'd be like, all right. You know what I mean? It, that works out. But this this kid, I feel like. 
It still scares me because Kyrie can get hurt. That's, but so that's, that's kind of why, why I would like that would be that would be dope. Now you got these other point guards on the team that now whatever that whatever that that happens with that as far as having two or three guards, not knowing what to do with guys. But Kyrie, I was gonna say that earlier when we talked about if Kyrie gets hurt, and then Dennis Smith takes, you know, what I mean that would be great. And then you would have to deal with how unhappy he is later. How many years is this contract gonna last? He doesn't want to play second fiddle. Mm-hmm. I want to go to another team. And you have all of these different things. And, and, I, and I feel like now that we got this kid, I just, I would hate to say, all right, we got the young guy we wanted. Well, the beauty about Dennis Smith to me, I'm sorry to cut you off, is the fact that he can actually play alongside Kyrie. I think that's, he has the kind he of play game off where ball. He, if, yeah, he can play off, off ball next mm-hmm. to a Kyrie kind of player. If you know what I mean, they can make that work um, to some extent, but they're, they're both <clears throat> pretty short guards, so I don't know if that would work too much defensively because we know Kyrie's not and, the greatest defender. And Fisdale says he likes but, um, tall, you know, he likes long athletic players. Yeah, long athletic players. So he's only got <laughs> one short guard. In the, yeah, in the that's my thing. I, I just, I just want to say that I was, I was happy, even though they lost. I, I was very happy with what I saw. Like I, what what I yeah. saw was potential, and I was just like, you know, if we get um, the two people or two, you know, stars that we were looking for, like I feel like we'll definitely be contenders. And um, yeah, I, I know a lot of people probably were like when in the, in the last podcast when I was just like, yo, they'd be like number three. I like a lot of think people will probably be like, you know, I, I think that guy's you know drunk or something. But I, I feel like if they get two players that just fit their stars like what's that like who who on the east is gonna no with two players there's no get, there's no doubt that we're the top number three. three i think especially if you're talking about kd and Kyrie. if it's kd and Kyrie, there's no way we're outside of the top three in the east there's no way that's hmm. what i have no way in my in my in my opinion, <coughs> you know what I'm saying? because <clears throat> We're talking about two guys who have won championships. Respectively. Yeah. Right. So, you know what I mean? I I think these guys know how to know the flow of a game more than a lot of these guys that they're going to be playing against in the Eastern, especially in the Eastern Conference. And this is another thing. Before I forget, as far as the Durant thing coming to New York, I think more than anything like, oh, no one ever wants to come here. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think no matter where you go, no matter where you you play, you want to be able to play with good players. I think that's what it's about. The different everyone keeps bringing up the 2010 year where we thought LeBron was coming, but we ended up signing Namari. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when. All right, now let's put it like this: If you were a star on LeBron's caliber as you know on that level would you come to a team that only had money to sign one superstar which means once you sign there there's no one else that would be able to come there with right you? uh no that no i don't think that's what people are taking into account of what happened in 2010 you know what i'm saying when you leave a team because you were the only guy there you don't go to another, another team right. to be the only guy there <clears throat> you know what i mean mm. so i feel like the difference this year is, all right, yeah, it's New York, but it's an opportunity. I can see New York can sit down at the table and say, listen, 
You can bring you and whoever you want over here. We got the pieces to make it happen. We got the money to make it happen. It don't matter where you at at that point. It could be New Orleans. If you give me enough money to sign myself and another max superstar and then have pieces to where I can get some role players around me, say say it was a, a Kyrie and KD and then they wanted to throw a, a quick little trade in there for Bradley Bill because we know Washington is trying to move him. You know what I'm saying? Like, why not would you do those kind of things and build? And this is Durant's chance to be GM. Truly, that's really what mm. it is. You can build your team. This is the difference between now and then. This is the difference between free agency and then and whatever team and someone comparing it to New York. Because who gives a damn about – actually, at this point, as much as we don't like James Dolan, this is the type of time that you would have an owner like this because he does not close his wallet at this right. point. This is the kind of time that you have him. The problem with having him before is because we were making him sign players because of the name. You know what I mean? Not because of the game. Right. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, he's a big name. It was player. like he was he listening was- to every single fan and was just like, okay. Right. Right. Oh, you think he's good? All right, cool. Let me. I'll, I'll go throw throw this money at him. No, he likes to throw his money around. Let these guys do the groundwork. Figure out the right people for him to throw the money at. Clear up the caps cap room so you don't got to dig in too much of your pocket to do so. And boom, now we do this thing right. I think this is the perfect time to have someone like that. Now, does it make them a more attractive free agent destination than? Anywhere else at this point, yeah. If, if you can sign multiple stars, who got space for two max contracts? It's like this is two max Damn. contracts, and then, like I said, you 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 got all of the guys that's on that team. Let's 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 just say we get those two guys. Everyone outside of Dennis Smith Jr. and maybe Knox should be tradable, and you can make an entire different team surrounded by. I mean, surrounding those those mm-hmm. those two three players, you know. What so, I mean? but that that, but that's that might even be how I that look one, at it. I think the scenario you're saying, something like that. If we got these two guys, I think that uh, or two, whatever two guys that may be, uh, mm-hmm. I think that it would be like the the next the next deadline for trades is where the Knicks would be next year to see how it works out, and they they go and go out and get to let things unfold. Because I don't know if it'd be like the biggest. After they get the two big names, if they got them, let's say it's Durant and Kyrie, I, I have a hard time believing that that'll happen. You know yeah, what I'm saying? But if it did, I think they go with what they got, and then we see by midseason, by February, uh, the, the trade deadline next year before they start moving pieces around to try to make this. Because I think, I think if that happens, automatically we're a playoff team. Like you guys are talking about top three. If we got those two guys. You know, like the Celtics were struggling. This earlier this season, you know what I'm saying? They're starting to get, you know, get the, you know, they have Kyrie. Most of their problem this, the beginning of the season was chemistry, though. And you're starting to see that. Yeah, because they looked better last season with, without Kyrie. Yeah. And, and, and it, it was like pretty, it was pretty incredible to watch. Yeah. Which, which is why, to me, New York is very possible for Kyrie, not because the Boston Celtics aren't good because that's not true. Clearly, Boston at this point has mm. way more to offer than we do. But it's not that. It's can you trust Danny Ainge? You know what I'm saying? You saw what he did to Isaiah Thomas, who was an MVP caliber Anthony player Davis that is, season. Anthony who lost Davis his sister. Father. 
who lost his Anthony sister Davis that year. His father said, had something yeah. to say about that also. Mm-hmm. He said, you saw what he did to Isaiah yeah. yeah. Thomas. And he, right. he didn't want him there. Yeah. He didn't want... So this is what I'm saying. We're talking about... You, first of all, they have to sign Kyrie to a max deal in order to sign Anthony Davis. After Anthony Davis already doesn't have them on his list of destinations. So that's something else to consider. Does Kyrie want to stay in Boston? Yeah, even if he signs a max contract in Boston, he's still tradable. Your, your name is still Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> People still want you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I guarantee you there's someone dumb enough to go out there and take on that contract because your name is Kyrie Irving. And I think that's why it's not it's, – I don't think it would be a, fore, you know, a foregone conclusion for the Celtics to offer Kyrie the max. I think Kyrie has to think about, all right, now say if AD doesn't sign here and he signed me to the max. Now I'm here stuck with these same guys who already haven't been having the best relationship with on court. But not only that, I got to worry about him trading me because he wants to focus on these younger guys who he can pay less money to. You know what I mean? That's what Kyrie is looking at. He knows if he goes to New York, they're not talking about trading him. They would rather hang his name Mm. in the rafters. That's the that's the difference about coming to New York. I think that's what makes New York attractive, if anything, is that if you do come to New York, they don't want to ship you off somewhere else. You know what I mean? Especially at this point in your career. Both Kyrie and KD knows that if they sign in New York, we would want them to play here for the remainder of their career. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is that likely? We don't know, but we just found out today that we're clearly still number one on Forbes. Thank y'all once again for tuning in to the Guard Up Next podcast. That was the end of part one of episode three. Part two will be coming to you soon. Stay tuned for the Guard Up Next podcast. I'll see y'all. Peace.